what we're going to do is we're going to start taking a look at um, we showed him in a chronim from a uh, broader vista, from a broader, uh, broader point of view. I mean, we know about learning uh, inside. Um, and we are familiar with the various, uh, the various personalities. Uh, we're talking about Rashi, Tosfis, uh, please excuse my Rashi is smart. When I speak in English, it's, uh, it's a professional hazard. Uh, Ramban, Ramban. Uh, and they become shittas. They become uh, they're individuals who uh, have their own opinions. But the differences between them methodologically often don't get uh, discussed. And the um, differences from between them culturally are we're often not, not aware of them. And there are very significant differences. In fact, um, unbidden, when, when everything is subjected to lambda sometimes, and believe me, it's been nine and a half years with Russell Bajik. Um, when uh, we spend two weeks in all the time, long as we don't realize that there are significant methodological differences between, especially among Rishonim, uh, and that have that have uh, practical uh, practical implications for um, how uh, learning and how halacha and how um, how our life is is organized. Um, so what I want to do is by is start today. I, I don't know if finish. But start today by taking a look at some of the fundamental differences between the tradition of let's call it Babylonia, Sparad, and let me get a chance Eretz Yisrael Ashkenaz, uh, as it as it extends to a number of different questions, which will I think hopefully shed light on the way that um, on the way that on the way that um, various Rishonim uh, function and in fact Achronim as well. Uh, one of the things you should know is the fact that uh, this should be actually uh, pretty standard stuff. Um, throughout the time, from the time, even before Hillel, even before Hillel but certainly from the time of Hillel Azakeh, and certainly throughout the period of the Mishnah and the Gemara, there were two central uh, centers, two major centers of Torah study. One was in Babel, and one was in Eretz Israel. And there were certain, not only tensions between the two, but there were very serious differences in emphasis uh, between the two. Um, the Jews of Eretz Israel considered themselves superior. Uh, the Babylonians considered themselves superior to the ones in Eretz Israel. And if this sounds familiar, if you're something to America, Europe, whatever, Eretz Israel, you get the idea that this is, you know, uh, that this is, uh, this is not a new, uh, a new phenomenon. The difference, um, by and large, by and large, although the Talmud Bavli was accepted by all of all of Klal Yisrael, the figure that the Bavli, Ravina Ravashi is around, well, not Ravashi, but Ravina, around the year 500 CE, um, by, within a couple hundred years, if not less, all of Jewry had accepted the, uh, had accepted the Bavli as the sort of constitution of the uh, Jewish religion and the Jewish people. Um, however, there were still very, very different ways of uh, approaching learning and the goal of learning between uh, people who were trained in the schools of Eretz Israel and those who were trained, trained in Bavit. In general, I'm drawing a very broad, uh, broad, I'm using a very broad brush here, Overall, even though everybody agreed that the, that the, the Talmud Bavli is the word, as opposed to you know, the Yerushalmi, which is always a secondary sort of status, um, 
By the way, when, when do you possibly like you were showing me again? Well, when there is no Bavli, well, no, or that's uh, that's that's by definition. That's partly. It starts with when the Bavli has no uh, open uh, has no open and shut opinion. We'll see in a minute. And the Rishalmi does, so we pass like the Rishalmi. In other words, the Machlokas, but Bavli and 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 Psika and and Achra and the Rishalmi. Generally, the rule is you pass like. But it's like a second tier kind of. Nevertheless, um, the, 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 in different cultures of learning, and in again, in general, the approaches of Eretz Israel, which I'm going to try to delineate, went from Eretz Israel to Greece and the Byzantine Empire and southern Italy, from north, southern Italy to northern Italy to Germany, and that became the other. So in other words, there's a very significant ancient or yeah, ancient Eretz Israeli element in Ashkenazi tradition, which is one of the major things that sets it apart from, um, from, uh, from a so-called Sephardim. Um, those Jews who lived under the Muslim world, which would mean from Spain and Portugal all the way to Afghanistan and northern India, they generally uh, absorbed the approaches of the Babli, of the, of the Geonim of Babel, and their approach to learning and their approach to Tipsak generally, um, generally reflects uh, the world of Babel, which I haven't defined yet, but just you know, when I talk about Eretz Israel, Ashkenaz, Babel, Sfarad, or Sfarad, or actually Mizrahi, because when you talk about Sfaradim, Sfaradim really only means people living, they come from the um, um, Iberian Peninsula. I mean, if your last name is, is Castellan, I don't mean all Castellan or the Mafios. Uh, if your name is Castellano, if your name is uh, Toledano, or if your name is Cordovero, or if your name is, you know, one of these uh, deals, then uh, then you come from Spain. Otherwise, you're Mizrahi. You could be Moroccan, you could be Algerian, you could be Tunisian, you could be Egyptian, and there's lots of differences between them. And, and never mind the fact that you're never allowed to say Shami. Anybody here who's Halabi? Okay, so you know you're not allowed to say Shami and Halabi in the same time. <laughs> so, no joke, I, I, was in, I was in Mexico just before Corona. And I was stunned to discover that two of have been here for a hundred years, uh, fully developed communities, and over the last few years, I've been very different. So, yeah, no joke. And in fact, in fact, they defined intermarriage as a marriage with Ashkenazi. In any event, uh, in any event, um, and then, and they did never, they understand it all kinds of things. Um, so, what we're going to start doing. Is taking a look at some of the major points at which there are differences of broad differences of approaches between the two traditions. <coughs> I just found my wife's um, Let's. Uh, the first thing. The question is: When you go and you learn, what are you searching? What are you searching? Are you looking for? The answer, or are you looking for a credible answer? So, let, in order to sort of understand this uh, question a little bit better, we're going to see if this has a tremendous ramification. The Gemara and the Gemara Narrative. The Gemara Narrative, famous Gemara, Dr. Gimel and Base. Amarabba, Amar Shmuel, Shaloshanim, Nechuku, Beit Shamai, Beit Hilal. There were three years straight off that Beit Shamai, Beit Hilal argued, and they actually argued a lot. More than on this one question, 
These say the halakhah. Let's forget about all these arguments. Let's decide. We are right. It did it. And the other side was, no, no, no. Really? no. It's not going to work. Ah, This isn't the famous. Bad calls the Amra. You both, you know, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're both But we pass but we're gonna pass it like Beitila. So let's put let's take aside for a minute the fact that the Rambam and other many Rishonim don't like the idea of Paskening based on heavenly intervention because of the story of Tanur Bhakti. Many Rishonim and a number of Akhronim actually don't. Uh, except uh, don't paskin like the story of Tzadur Shalafnai. You know, sorry, it's, uh, it's the only Gemara that happened. I mean, I'm sure you but in the world, that's one of the that's one of the ones that they quote. Um, but let's let's just look at the Elu Elu Debrelo Kim Chayim. What does that mean? These and these are both the words of the Levi. What does that mean? Well, number one, what it means is that Machloket is not a bad thing. In other words, if you were, do your best, and you, and you learn all the sheet out, you know, and, you, and, you, and, you're, and you're pious, and you, you, you have the right frame of mind in the approach to your learning. So, alternative opinions have validity. But the question is, does, but does, at the same time, does that mean that one side is right and one side is wrong? Or is it, is it possible that it really is true? The whole story about the rug, you're right, you're right. So this is a point of contention between Sparn and Dash and Rahim. I'm not going to, despite what I said before, I'm just going to, I'm going to say Sparn because it's or is it bad happen. That is a major point of contention between Sparn and Dash. Take a look at uh, the first statement here. First statement here is from Rosadjigon. Rosadjigon, in the introduction to the Emunat Vedev, tells us he's talking generally, he's talking in general, he's talking about the question of truth and arriving at truth. And his point of departure is that there's only one God and there's only one truth. So he says as follows I'll say, regarding that, anyone who did not receive a sufficient education, he didn't learn everything he was supposed to learn, he didn't have enough shimush to be able to uh, consider, be considered to be a master of Torah Shabbat, or Torah in general. As Gemara said, Hendrik, Misharabu Talmide Shamai Vihilel, Shaloshim Shukot Sorchan Rabu Amachlokot Vihisrael. That the Talmudim of Shammai and Hillel, that up until the time Shammai and Hillel, there was only one question that was put to, there was a matter of controversy that was disagreed upon by the generations of Torah Shabbal What was that question? Anybody know? What? Smicker. Right? Whether, whether you, whether or not, if you should be, uh, you should, uh, you should, uh, you should, uh, whether, whether, um, when you, when you would put your hands on the animal, when you would offer it, so you have to do a kol and the question is whether you did that or not. So this was a major, this was a point of condition. All the zukos, this was their big, this is the big argument. That's it. And all of a sudden you got boom, it explodes. So Chazal and Sanhedrin asked, how did that happen? 
Yet one machloket, one little machloket, reminds me of my father, may he rest in peace, uh, uh, after uh, we can walk always every year, it's the same. We'd walk home from the shul after uh, after Komedre, uh, and he'd say, I don't know, I did one little sin, he got this list. Um, so the same with one sin, and all of a sudden you've got a thousand million machlokas between Shammai Hill and Beit Shammai Hill. What's going on? So says Rosh He said, machlokas is bad. Because there's only one right answer. One God gave one Torah with one answer, period. And, they, and the and, and, and the Chachmah were able to maintain the integrity of the Torah up until the generation after Elijah. At that point, there were all kinds of unqualified hotshots who did not somehow have the capacity to be able to resolve the issue. They didn't do their homework. And says Rasag, when students actually you know, reach the, the level of proficiency that they're supposed to have, there will be no machloket or any confusion. The Karaites used to sit there and scream and yell that there's something wrong with your Torah Shibal pen. Karaites, of course, only believe in Torah Shibal because there's so many arguments. And Rav Sadia is saying, you know what? It was. It was the fault of people that didn't do their homework and didn't and and, and, and went off half uh, half half baked and uh, and created an impossible situation. But the Torah per se, and the Torah Shibal pen per se, has no machlokim because there's only one truth. So, uh, by extension, therefore. By extension, therefore, when I sit down and I want to, um, and I want to, um, and what's the word? Um, and I want to uh, come up with what, to a psak or a shot. What am I aiming for? I'm aiming for the right answer. And that's what that's according to this sheet, though. Uh, the, the words Elu Be'elu Debre'elu Kim Chayim means that they both tried. They both did their best. They both worked within the system. But at the end of the day, one is right and one is wrong. And your job is to do your possible best to get as close to the truth, capital T, capital T, as possible. That's the Standard approach among all spiders. Um, and the portion. Right? We'll see how it plays itself out in terms of the literature. Ashkenazim, exact opposite. Ashkenazim, like The same Gemara and Aramid invites a comment by the Ritzvah. This is kind of funny. The Ritzvah, Rabbi Yomtev ben Avram al-Isbili, lived in Barcelona and in Seville. So he was smart, but he was profoundly influenced by uh, by the Balaitosis. And when he tries to explain, when he wants to explain, um, this Gemara, what, how can it be both yes and no? He actually relies, as we'll see, on Ashkenazi sources. That's the Balaitosis. 
How is it Yeah, it's not as your right, your right, right. It's not ridiculous. Zeroser, Vizemater, and the explanation that they give, and this, by the way, is not just the Ritzvah. It's not just Rabbi Sarfat in his time. This explanation goes all the way back to the Medrash. It goes all the way back to Medrash Tiller, which was written in Eretz Yisrael right after Khatimatatam. Vitertsu. So their explanation is, Kikishalam Oshelam Aron, we'll read about it in the Torah in a couple of weeks, the Kabel Torah. When he got when Moshe read about the Yeshiva Shalmala, he saw that every single side of every argument can be argued equally validly, 49 ways this way, 49 no ways that way. By the way, why 49, not 50? That's 50 is perfection. That's 50 is perfection. If you had 50 going one way, that would be the answer. 49-49, that's part of the, that's way, another way of reinforcing the fact that they're both legitimate and neither neither side can uh, de- can uh, can determine against against the other. Okay. So Mashra points is so 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 he's in Shimshal Mala, and everybody's right. Man said this way, that way, the other way. So Mashra Beno gets a little bit uh, perturbed. Vishal Kodesh Baruch Hu this. He has a Kodesh Baruch Hu. How am I supposed to function like this? The Amar, Positions that can be backed are equally are equally valid. So elu ve'elu divrelo kimchayim means that in terms of that they're both you're both right, but you got a paskin, you have to do something. So you're forced to decide, but the decision is not a judgment on the other opinion. Um, Rav um, used to point out that these positions that are espoused by, on the one hand, <coughs> on the one hand, and the Ritva on the other, uh, reflects a uh, actually a difference of opinion among uh, philosophers. There is such a thing in the study of logic as developed by Aristotle called, I'm not saying God forbid that they were influenced by Aristotle, something can just come up on your mind around. Something called N-logic. N-logic means something cannot be A and minus A at the same time. So that's basically the recital. It's right or it's wrong, good boy. There is, however, something called multi-valued logic. We're in, you know what? Different opinions can be equally valid. Machlokas of rubber, they're both right, but we pass them like rubber. It's an anhogim more than a judge, and not a judge. Okay. Now, how does that, okay, now this actually, this position was adopted by the Mekubalim. I mean, they were sort of elevated the Mekubalim. We take a look, uh, the last text here, um, the last text here, and you see that um, <coughs> the Marshal, Marshal Maluria, in the introduction to the Yamshal Shalom, you know the story with the, uh, the, the Marshal and the Yamshal Shlomo? 
the, in the, at the time of the Shulchan Aruch, uh, when the Beis Yosef published the Shulchan Aruch, uh, there was a huge fight over the subject. First the Beis Yosef, and then the Shulchan Aruch. Enormous, enormous, enormous fights. Um, the, um, on, number, on a number of, uh, on a number of uh, grounds. The one objection to the Beis Yosef, most of the objections came from the Ashkenazi. Um, one of the objections came from the fact that the Beis Yosef was a, <coughs> the Mishra afterwards was a, um, so there was a, there was the, the fix was in, for in, with the way, with the way that the, uh, the, the Beis Yosef passed it. How, how the Beis Yosef, he announces how he's going to go through all of Shas and all of Halacha, he's going to pass it. What's his what, what's his major what was his major principle? Two out of three. Two out of three. Who are the three? <laughs> the Riff Rambam and the Rush. So you don't see if your name is Steinberg and you live in Posen, Poland. You see anything wrong with that? It's it waited. It's a it's a fix because nine. First of all, everybody knows that the Rambam is like overwhelmingly rips. I mean, like. That's like that's like you know uh, that's like saying I don't know it's like uh, whatever it's not it's like it's not it's not, it's not what happened so, so the Ashkenazi have been crazy what 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 happened to Rashi and Tosfos what happened what happened to the to the to the to the Mari Bruna and the Tremors and the and then what 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 we're we're chopped liver all right so I don't each other we're whatever okay um so they so that was that was one argument and and to resolve and to and to, and to and to uh, and to and to get rid of that and to you know resolve that argument, so the Ramor wrote his, his the Ramah the, the, the mapa on Prisolah uh, and then the on Shulchan. But there was another objection, and the other objection came from um, an interesting quarter. It came from the school of the Maral. Okay, so so he, I I don't think he actually made a goyim, but he, but he was busy with other stuff. He certainly did a lot of things, but the school of the Maral. Uh, was a school that maintained that everything has to start from basics. In other words, if you want to learn, you got to start from you got to start from the Gemara, work every single thing through to the end, and come up with your own opinion. Um, one of the um, excuse me, um, and in line with that theory, with with that um, approach, Rabbi Shlomo Luria, who was the Ramos first cousin, and his older name, but they were both Castellanos. Uh, or related to Kesselman. Um the Marshal said, okay, I'm gonna show you how to do it. And he has very he's very not happy with Karo. He calls him the Karo. The Karo. He calls him Hakaro. I mean, you know, we would never talk like that today, but don't forget, Rabyasu Karo is still alive, so they can sit there. You know, rabbis can get very testy. Um, so uh, he said, I'm gonna show you how you do it. So he picks seven or eight Masectas, and he said, and he starts learning through all the Masectas. And he writes little essays on every single halacha that comes up in every single of those Masectas. And he starts with the Gemaras, and he works through the Rishonim, and he works through the late Rishonim, and he works through the people of his time, and he comes with the Psalm. And he intends to do this for all of Shas to point out how it works. And the way it works, because every question starts from the starts from, from ground zero. Um, the thing is, it didn't, you know, he didn't, he didn't finish the project himself. Although it's amazingly safer, Yamsha Shlomo, and you learn your, those of you who learn your day, you will get to know it very, very well. Um, 
in any event, but one of the things he points out is that built in, okay, I'm going to use a terrible word. There was a certain degree of pluralism, small p, very small p, minuscule p uh, in halacha, meaning that I come up with my opinion, but I'm not saying I'm the last word. Why do I say very, very small p? Because often the word pluralism is invoked to say everybody's right. I'm right, you're right, all right. Every you it's that what what I say, what I say, what I say, uh, what I say, what I say uh, contradicts uh whole so explicit sukkim in the Torah and goes against all of Masar and Alpshas, Eluvel developed no no. That's coming. In any event, in terms of this uh, this idea that um, that that, that that multiple opinions is built into the system already heaven. So the Amshel Shlomo quotes actually the Ariza, which is kind of funny. You don't find usually find that much Kabbalah in uh, in Ashkenazi writing. And he writes as follows: How is it we have so many opinions in Halakha? All of the souls of all the generations were in Mount Sinai. Very good. They received the Torah in forty-nine. Uh, channels of communication. Made Shiva Pamim Shiva, seven times seven, Mizukak Shiva time, each one was valid. Made a Kolos Asher Shamu Gamra. Everybody heard a different Torah. And that is built into the revelation. Now, that doesn't, that, that doesn't mean everything that you say is, is, is valid, but with, there is a multiplicity of approaches to Torah, and those are all different levels of interpretation. They're all Legit. Now, how does that find out? How does it, how, if that's the case, how does that, what are the ramifications? Is this not stuff, you know, stuff to talk about Russians and shell shows, or does it really have, one, has a practical, has a pragmatic um, implication? Okay. <coughs> Number one. Let's compare Chidushim and Tosafim. Chidushim and Tosafim. What is the difference between so you're learning you're learning supposition, right? So um, so you've got Tosafot, you've also got the Hidusha the guy with the Hidusha probably using the Ritzvah and the Rasa or what, right? So yeah, is there a difference between Hidusha and Tosafot? What's the difference? Don't tell me it's different books. Yes. The difference is that Tosafot is the use community methodology with other texts to you know further tell you what Theoretically, it could have said, and Tosafim is telling you an idea about it, not trying to bring another contradiction or not. I've been talking about the Rajput doesn't all the time, so it's a run back. Sorry. But you're close. You're you, 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 you getting close, but that way. No? What's the difference? Tosfa, if you look at Tosfa, first of all, Tosfa, we'll see this in a minute. Tosfa is on every single thing that comes up in the Gemara, whether it's accepted Lahalacha or accepted Lahalacha. And also, if you read a long Tosfas, usually they're very evenly written. In other words, very few Tosfas are, are happy with like one answer. Could be this, could be that, Inami, Yeshlama, he said this, he said that. And, and as far as it's concerned, it's all, it's all, you know, it's all. Look at Ramban. That's what Tosfas does, largely. You look at Ramban, and you look at the Raj, you have Shaklevitari. He quotes other Gemaras. But, at the end, of, and this is true with the Rabbeinu Yonah, also you don't have Rabbeinu Yonah, you'll learn about the Rabbeinu Yonah, 
is always a bottom line, and that's it. Aliyotar ben Yona on on is he call it that? His kedushim on Baba Batra are called aliyot because at the end of every essay he says ba'olalu x. What's the bottom line? And that's exactly the difference between Tosfos and the Ramban and the Chachmei Svarad. By Tosfos it's all open, and by and by and with regard to uh, and with regard to um, to the Svarad, no. I'm going to work it through and tell you what the answer is, because they're right and they're wrong. Wouldn't that be attributed to the fact that Tosfos is, is an amalgamation? So you just have like the different things thrown together, but later and later? Uh, no, because the same people you can have the same person can can come up. Okay. A lot of these inamis are the same people. The problem with the Tosfos that we have is the fact that the guy who printed the shas was a little bit of the. Well, I don't know what to call them. Um, what happened was the Tosfos that you have on the page, okay, are at the last stage of editing. Tosfos was born, originally, in the base matters first of Rabbeinu Tam and then of the Reed. Uh, and then the footnotes were added to him by later Tamidim. But in general, you know, a rummy amount of what's Tosfos is Rabbeinu Tam and the Reed. But the, the, their names got dropped out of the text after, over time. Because it's, what's important is the idea, not necessarily the person who said it. Um, in fact, in fact, when we, when you use, uh, what do you have? Uh, sorry, you super so using Tosfus Shams. Okay? What is that? Those are not the Tosfus of Rabbi Samson of Sons. He didn't write most of them. Those are his sheer notes of the Rees Shiorim in which he put Overwhelmingly, it's Torah from the Ree with the little add ons that he added. That's not the same with regard to Peter Shabbos. Right, that's not And and die. Okay. Tosfos Reb Yudah Chosid. Those aren't his Tosfos. Those are the real also. He's also in the sheep. Okay. But so what happened was so what happened was the guy who the, the guy the guy who printed who, who first printed the shots and picked the gimmick picked the Tosfos. He thought that the that the that the Tosfosin that um, that the Tosfosin that. Uh, they were edited at the at the end. The, the later ones by Rabbi Peretz and so on. Thirteenth century, mid thirteenth century. Those were the most exact. But the truth of the matter is that, well, what do you do? You don't understand Tosfos printed exubus. What do you go do? You go running to the Tosfos, Tosfos right, Tosfos shots because it's clear. Yeah, because it was it was sheer notes in real time. In any event, if you take the time to compare the, the you know these earlier Tosfos with what's on the text. You see, a lot of times, you know, change mind. Yeah, so it's true, it's a compilation. But by the same token, sometimes the same person changes his mind because there's nothing to push you to say this is the only way to go. And there are plenty of places, by the way, even Roberto Tom, who was a person who was pretty convinced of his opinion, said maybe I was wrong. You know, he changes his mind. Tom, for example, was convinced that Chomets is a bottle of Pesach, Minbe no Mino, should be Shisha. Which is exactly the opposite of we like the I know plenty of uh, plenty of colleagues of my friends who give a share before face something. Yes, if you take one one 
you know, crumb of bread in your throat, the kineret, you can't drink from the kineret. You know, just give you a sense of what it is, Um The, uh, oh, look, it becomes mouthless. But in any case, the, um, the, uh, so you have, so it's, it's even, you can live with, it's not, so it's this, it's that, everything is, uh, everything is grist for the, is grist for the milk. Whereas, as far as I know, this is the end. Oh, if you're striving for the answer, and you think that you're arriving at the answer, then you won't be surprised if you think for a minute, who were the authors of the major codes of Homer? We strive for you. The answer. No. What's the first code? First really thorough code. The riff. And the riff is the Rambam. And after the Rambam is the tour, but the tour is written in Toledo, Spain. <coughs> and who's after that? The Basios. In other words, if you have an idea of arriving at the truth, then you will be inclined to write a book which says, do this and don't do that. Ashkenazim never write Sifrei Poskit. Be very careful of you. Sifrei Halacha, yes. But not simply plot to say, thou must do this in no other way. If you have in any of these books, even the ones that are printed today, okay? First of all, the earliest simply halacha that were written in Ashkenaz are, are not halacha books. They're uh, like, uh, what's the word? The source books. Well, look, you look at the uh, the, the Rabio, you look at the, or Zarua, you look at the, you look at the, Sefer Mitzvah Scotland, all the Sefer Mitzvah Scotland. They're generally, they'll, they'll sort of tell you with and what they think is the, is the right way. But they'll also give you plenty of, uh, uh, plenty of other opinions because the idea of finality, it goes against Ashkenazi belief. They can't be finality, right? Open up Shreya Shabbos Kilchosa. You have what Rabbi uh, Neubert says about the line, and then you got, only, you got, you know, it's the same thing with, you know, the Tilsidan Kalach, and then Avel's Kalach, and Fila Kalach, and Mezuzah Kalach, and everything Kalach. Tila Kalach has everything in it, but Dominic, but there's some other stories. Um, the, um, the, the bottom line is that there can't be 100% finality because by definition, every opinion is true. So this is what we are. So therefore, what is the operator? So the Rambam and the Rambam, the Machaber, generally say, Kach Osim. But what is the Ramah say? What's the word the Ramah? What's the, what's the major word the Ramah has? Nawakim! This is what we do. That has, that has authority. Minig is extremely, as Min, Minhag is actually more authoritative among Ashkenazim than Sephardim. Among Ashkenazim, you have a statement which was adopted from the Masechet Sofer, another Eretz Israeli book, that Minhag mevatel halacha. That sometimes a Minig can even over, override a straight thing. If you look at the Rambam, however, Take a look. Uh, take a look at the second parak in um, in Hilchas The Rambam talks about the way that the way that Chazal would uh, and the Sanhedrin would legislate. Okay. And he talks about three types of um, three types of enactments that the Sanhedrin or even local bezin would undertake. Starts with the Gezera, which is a lab. Then comes to a Takana, which is proactive. And at the bottom of the peep, minute. So notice the classic Bavli Geonim Spartic position is that you've got in the hierarchy of halacha, which is important for conflict of laws, right? 
Minig is at the bottom. Among Ashkenazim, Minig is right out that, up there at the top. I'm not saying it knocks off Sukkot or anything like that, but it's a, it's a serious... I'm going to give you an example. Um, <coughs> if you take a look, I mean, of all of the, of all of the, the Mitzvahs, the whole question of Mitzvahs, Louis Baharetz, outside of Eretz Israel. So there's Syria, and Israel, and, 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 and Egypt, maybe, and all kinds of stuff. All of which is the Rabbanon. So when you get to, I mean, it's a Mishnah Kedushin, Kalanon, Baharetz, I'm sorry. That um, that any any play if anything was any that there's mitzvah to the bar, it only applies in um, in uh, in Eretz Yisrael, with one exception, because <coughs> Orla Mechutzar is probably also in the Rambam. What's the exception? Chadash, because if you look in the Torah in Parshas uh, in Parshat uh, Kedoshim, you see that the Yisur Chadash is Bechol Moshvatechem. Bechol Moshvatechem is code for everywhere you live. Out, even including outside of Israel. So the straight din, the straight din is that uh, people who are knowing Kadash or knowing to make shti, you know, in Kadash and Yosha. So the only Yoshan, right, that's the halacha, and that the din do raisa. Okay? Those of you who are aware of, uh, of, uh, of uh, Yosha bakeries in various places, so, you know. That's straight. That should be straight shulchanor. However, the minig in Ashkenaz was to rely on one opinion brought by the Or Zarua that chadash, chadash and chutzlaritz doesn't apply. Yeah, that was the minig. The minig was followed by religious people who died on Kiddush Hashem, and and, and who's going to tell them no? And that's the and there's probably a certain amount of nevuah involved in. in in pocket, acceptable bending by, by religious people. And therefore, therefore, even though it's clear that if you follow the normal, if you follow the normal rules of Psak, you'll come up with um, with Kharash being also in Torah, Minig in Ashkenaz has it that it's not. Okay. So in other so in any case, what uh, so uh, so what uh, so all 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 you know striving towards one psak to unite all of Kalal Yisrael, it's all Sephardi. From the rifter of Adyus, who, by the way, if you asked him when I you know, woke him up in the middle of the night, should Ashkenazim really be smart at me? He would say, yes. I don't know. <laughs> what do Ashkenazim do in the face of this? So first of all, say, right, they, so they write, you know, a lot of, you know, handbooks, you have to paskin, right? But you paskin on a, out of basis, you pass it based on usage, you pass it based on <laughs> many, whatever the case might be. You gotta do something. Your big Yotzi the Holodeus is also uh, is also not, not really important. But they do more than that. What is what or just do this right? What function? What function? Did the dar does the Darche Moshe or the Mapo? Play in the Shulchan Aruch presented by Yosef Kahn. Your high school read Yosef This is a classic book. Undermining it? Oh, you took away my answer. The first thing answer is usually they're usually given is, oh no, it was wonderful. He says explicitly in the introduction. 
the Bapasana is good for everybody, because I'm adding the positions of the Ashkenazim. So first of all, you look at the Ramah, lots of time, most of the time, he comes up with, he doesn't, even there he doesn't tell you, you know, one thing. Something usually he does. Often he does. Usually, uh, very often he also doesn't. He says, yes, this, yes, that, the other. I'll give you an example. He gives four different, at least, yeah, four. he gives four different opinions as to how long you should wait um, to be, after eating meat, to eat milk. And at the very end, he says, Hasidim they should wait six hours like the rabbi. But the shita of Rabbeinu Tam, which is the shita of La'alocha, goes with the, basically, more or less goes with the Dutch, with the, what's an hour, 72 minutes, something like that, or, or the, or the, or the yekis, with the three hours. But he says, Hasidim with the rabbi. So that's what's accepted in Egypt. Okay? But he gives three or four, even there, he doesn't give you, like, this is it. Three or four different options, because that's what Ashkenazim do. But that's not all. It's like, yeah, so it's true. It makes the book accessible for everybody. Even in places where he doesn't disagree with the Rebbe Cairo, you can assume that they agree, and therefore that's a binding stock. However, you're absolutely right. That's exactly what he does. He undermined it. That's what Ashkenazim like to do. They like to take nice, organized things and make a balagan. So, they, so we have the, the Shulchan Aruch, which has one vision of halacha for everybody. And you pour on all of the traditions of Ashkenaz without choosing any and saying, this is it. What do you mean this is it? Rabbi Yosef Karo said that having more than one Torah is a chil Hashem. And the, and the Ramah says, what do you mean? <laughs> this is the way it's supposed to be. And by the way, the Ramah was not the first person. You take a look at every single one of these posters that I mentioned before. The Ashkenazim have been at this generation. So, for example, what is the Mordechai? Have you look at the Mordechai? You are learning in Haaretz No? What's the Mordechai? Right. Tacked onto the rib. Okay. What's the Hagos Maimonia? Same thing. Right? All of these are Ashkenazic things, not just to make it things accessible, but to say, you're not the last word. The Rambam wants it to be the last word. He's straight. He didn't make it all the time. He, there are a lot of places, a number of places where he doesn't, he, he gives more than one opinion. But, 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 he strove for finality. In the Talmud of Maren Rutenberg, Mordechai ben Hillel, the author of the Hagos by Munoz, I think it's going to be, said, nothing to do it. Nothing to do it. Because we have a different and this comes right, and this comes all the way down. We're going to talk about this next time. Is that that it also affects the question of learning? I'm going to get time to go into the text right now. But if you take a look, something is right or something is wrong. So if you look at the Ramban, you look at the Chidush, the discussions are always tentative. Or, the Maskana, the opening is solved over the sudden. The kind of the point where the Abaya, for example, is first book. Sparnik Rishonim will not comment on every single Havamina that you might. Why? Because if Abaya says, I'm proving this from this, and Rabbi said, nothing doing, you didn't prove your point, that means it's a match, it's a taker. In other words, there's nothing to derive from this, so therefore we'll go like this. We didn't get anywhere with that. So therefore, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the bottom line. 
Tosis will ask, how could you ask that question? Based on X, Y, and Z. Two different ways of ways of looking. And 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 from those that two those two different hashkafat olam, uh, there are other a lot of other uh, ramifications which we are going to have to talk about another time. Any questions? Yes. Yes. You can. You can never. They. You can never get there a hundred percent. For whatever reason, he decided not to. But overwhelmingly, he says in his in the in the introduction to the Beis Yosef, I need Tzarechus Oposei. I've got him. This is a. He says. He says it's not. It says it's bad enough. He says we have gone from exile to exile, and it's not. It's bad. We don't want that. Two Tzaris. We have a thousand Tzaris. That's a bad thing. The Rambam says generally. He says that this is intellectual decline when uh, when you have machlokas. Um, the Ashkenazim say no. Oh, this was built into the built into the. Uh, into the, thing. the Rav, the Rav, by the way, makes a very big many, on many occasions made a very big, not just a philosophy, made a very big deal about this idea that there is no um, that there is no that we that, that we at least in our in our in our methodology we uh, say that every single thing has a all the all the days of Rebbe Shammai are Chetzal Torah, so therefore Yagel Torah Yagel. You never know it has implications for not doing other things. But um, this is a very, very <coughs> profound divide, and one of the reasons why, um, and one of the reasons why, in the uh, period of the Akronim, the Darche Elimud went in, among the Sfarim and the Ashkenazim went in such different uh, directions. Yes. Um, when we're talking about the uh, world having, uh, you know, one truth that is not based on the Haggadah, when the Rambam all over, when the Chachot Mamrim, when he defines Machlokah, it doesn't seem to be uh, different conceptual views. It says. When there was in a dream, there was no machlokah. Not because people didn't think of anything, because you know the that's it. it. Sounds like a hanaga, not that they think all the time. But like they okay, so the, so the follower of Shimon Kup says on that that in fact that yeah that on, on question when there was some when there was discussion, halachic truth could be determined by the Sanhedrin. Um, but the Rambam seems to uh, the Rambam seems to indicate that it's possible to aim for truth. If you work hard, where? Um, well, if you want, uh, in uh, the 71st chapter of the first part of the Maran Buchan, it comes up exactly like uh, like Rasag, and now I will hand you over to Rabbi Darius.